Hello guys, welcome back to Top Edge Podcast. So today I'm joined by a very special guest, Mr. Vedant Rusty himself. First celebrity I've had on this podcast. <laughs> celebrity. A, 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 a cross between a close friend and a celebrity actually. And I was his second guest on his own podcast. Check that out. Um, so today we're going to talk about the IPL. The IPL starting tomorrow. This is when we're shooting this. And mm. first match is Chennai Kolkata. And me and Rusty are going to sit down and basically dissect what we feel about each team, how we think they should line up best, and with a few nuances of our own memories when it comes to the IPL, how I started off, when I think of the IPL, what comes to mind, mm. Rusty, what he thinks about that. Okay. So Vedant, if you could please introduce yourself. Yeah, I mean, um, introduction, oh, okay, I have a question. Do we, do we just have to do English, right? Yeah. Perfect, perfect. So it's going to be a little more, uh, it's going to take me a while to switch entirely to English because I do not these days have conversations that are entirely in English. Uh, when I think back to the IPL, I vividly remember the first game. I mean, almost everyone who has seen the IPL does remember that first game because I remember watching it on my small, uh, those CRT televisions, which are those big televisions with a round screen and a big back and uh, great memories all throughout the whatever 15th season i think we're going to get into this year yeah for the ipl yeah all throughout great entertainment i remember ipl uh, for me and my friends particularly has evolved from being a must see every night discuss every match watch out for the playoffs go out when we are in college to clubs not clubs but sports bars to watch the game and uh, going out to screenings and these days it's essentially a part of life that for the two months that it's on it becomes a part of your life every evening regardless of what i'm doing i will be watching the ipl game somewhere either it's on my tv either i'm checking the score on my phone either when i'm outside yeah. it's still playing on in the background and for i i love how for those two months it becomes almost a staple throughout the country. In fact, even when I was in London, I remember checking out, keeping a track of the IPL and discussing a lot of these scores with you as well. Yeah. So good fun. I think IPL is a great uh, connector culturally for this country, which is crazy about cricket. Uh, I think that's that's a good place to place the oh, IPL. I, in my I agree. I, same for me as well. Whenever I felt I've gone to India, for them two, three mm. months, you go... For dinner, you go for drinks, you go anywhere. Yeah. There'll be an IPL match on the TV. If you go anywhere between 7 p.m. and 11 mm. p.m., regardless of where you go, the IPL will be happening. And I think it's such a diverse cultural shift as well. I feel as it's got a lot of women into cricket as well, I feel. Uh, I the IPL. I and I think that's spectacular to see. I think through that, uh, people like seeing their best and their famous stars, their favorite stars playing across different teams, Rohit, Virat, Dhoni. And it's this competition of them being pitched against each other, which I feel is always what drives it. That was the biggest charm of the IPL when it Absolutely. started. At least yeah. the first couple of years, all the great Indian players playing against each other in this yeah. entirely new format. Okay, I have a question for you then. Which is your favorite IPL batting performance that you have seen live? Live as in on a TV while it was happening? The first one that came to mind when you said it was Virat Kohli against Kings Eleven Punjab. Mm. He smashed that 100 of some 50-odd balls. And if you remember, he had like a fractured thumb in that match. Mm. 
And this was a must-win game for RCB. I think this was in his stellar 2016 season when he scored 970 mm-hmm. runs. And despite Virat's immense performances throughout the season, I think RCB got were quite slow out of the blocks. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that season, like fielding in the match before that, he did something to his thumb. And then it was just this insane moment when he got his hundred. He took his helmet off and started going like this to his um, <laughs> thumb, if you remember. And like as a, as a kid growing up, I must have been what maybe 16, 17 at the time, 16 probably. And now you know this better than most people how much I idolize him. And yeah. that, that that was like wow, like because if you remember before that he hadn't scored a single IPL hundred, so yeah. that was like you know uh, in the season before that. That's what I'm saying. So for that season, he came scored four, and everyone was like. Damn. Well, I remember that season. I remember that uh, 973 uh, season. For me, it was, I think, the first 100 that uh, Virendra Sehwag scored okay. in the IPL. Yeah. If I'm not wrong, I, either it was a 100 or it was some, I don't think it was a 100. I think it was somewhere in the 90s. He came in, it was a Delhi Daredevil game. Okay. This was the season where Delhi Daredevil finished first in the Nagaluk. league. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the beautiful winning. I just was just a match against Pune. I don't remember if Pune existed back then. It was, I think, the third or fourth season of the right. IPL. I don't remember what season, what uh, match. I just remember when the Savak going all bonkers. Beautiful inning. The only thing, the only inning that I miss not having seen live is Chris Gale's 175. Yeah, I didn't see that live either. I watched the highlights a lot of times, but I still. Country out of my head, what would it have been to watch it live? The only thing that I remember about that game was that Bhubaneshwar Kumar, who's technically my neighbor, he lives around a couple of, uh, not even a couple of kilometers, a kilometer away from my place. Mm-hmm. And he was the only bowler who did not get smashed. Yeah, he was going at an economy of six or something, right? He went four over 23 or 27 or something along those yeah. lines. I remember, I remember that. I remember These going were the back from memories that vividly i also remember sohil tanvir's six for something that he took in when the, the pakistanis could play when the pakistanis could play yes i remember Shoy what do you think about for... that actually what do you think about that like at would you think having the pakistanis in the ipl obviously it would raise the caliber of the tournament but do you think it's a miss or do you think it's not too much of a miss i mean initially i was of the belief that uh, of course it's a miss to not have that talent pool yeah. But uh, now, since they have a league of their own, which you can very easily go and watch, I think it's, I mean, there's nothing you can do about the political stuff. I mean, on an individual level, of course. Yeah. But, but uh, of course, I do see, but uh, in my opinion, if there are political, uh, if there is a tension between the countries, it is better that uh, we go side with the decision of the government. So, all that stuff. Yeah. But as a fan, I'm sure you can agree. See, oh, as a fan, I would love to see the... You know, Babar and Virat for RCB, maybe in the next yeah. three years, maybe. You can hope. But yeah, so I, like going back to that match you were talking about, Chris Gale's match, I remember coming back from home, um, back from school, looking at, you know, I didn't have a phone mm. back then and stuff, going home on my computer, having this look at what the score was, and seeing Ishwar Pandey go for around 60 runs in his four overs. <laughs> I was like, wow, I'm definitely, definitely mm. missed it. Have you watched any matches live, like in the stadium? I have a couple of matches live. Mostly they're Delhi matches because, I mean, of course, yeah. I live in Delhi. Yeah. I've been to the Kotla about, I think I've seen three IPL games live. Which that this is across six, seven years. This is across seven years. Hmm? Which one stood out for you? 
I don't remember those games. I mean, both of those, two of those games were Delhi versus Punjab. Hmm. Those were very normal IPL games. One, yeah, I yeah. think Punjab. One, I think Delhi won. I don't even remember <laughs> which third game was with. It was Delhi. Uh, but because you go out to watch these games with your friends, so you're out there for the environment. You're not really focusing on what the score is, yeah, yeah, unless yeah. there is a breakout performance that happens. Like I remember watching the India versus South Africa test match that happened in mm-hmm. Firozshahpur. Now me and my flatmate, I think this is again 2014 or 15, and we spent the entire day sitting from 11 in the morning, 9 in the morning, 10 in the morning, till 5 in the evening in the last session where the entire South African team got bowled yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. So well, those kind of Indians got like 40 runs of 200 odd balls or something. Was this the same match or? Think so. I think so. Yeah, that was incredible. I saw a very different. So again, so watching the IPL games live is sort of an event. You don't go there particularly for the cricket game. The cricket yeah. game just happens to be there. Yeah. You're out there for the environment. You're out there for the enthusiasm. You're out there for the audience. You're out there for the pre and post match celebrations. Yeah. Because ultimately, because it's it's an Indian tournament. If your team wins, then well and good. If your team does not win, then it's still also. I mean, you don't go out feeling dejected out of the game. Unless it's a, a knockout or a qualifier, that kind of stuff. But yeah, IPL games. If they, I mean, this year again, they're not happening across the country. But if and when they do happen around where I am at that moment, I would love to go watch more. As a personal thing, as a player instead, I think I've been I've been involved in a couple IPL camps in and around um, the Delhi camp, in and around seeing some of the guys. And one thing that you see. which i personally saw was how much pressure is there from an external point of view i think as spectators you know when we start calculating oh rcb needs to win this many matches or delhi needs to win mm-hmm. this many matches and that run rate within the camp i would i wouldn't have been part of the team but as somebody who has just managed to be lucky enough to have a bit of an insight to what has been happening within mm-hmm. the setup These guys just enjoy their time, especially the overseas players. They're there, course, they're having fun. That, that is what they have to do. If you get yeah. into the complexities of what you need to do to win a game, the net run rate that you need to score, then in my opinion, I think it will be very difficult for you as a player to perform. So you have yeah. to keep your head clear. I think. No, I agree. And then th- this is something I've just saw, which was a, such a stark contrast. As a player mm-hmm. myself, you know, sometimes you're playing your league, and then you start looking at it like. Oh, we're fourth in the league. To win, we need this many points in our next six matches, seven mm-hmm. matches. These guys don't care. They're <laughs> looking at the next game. They're like, "We want to win. How are we going to win it?" And moving on a separate time, which goes to show the professionalism, which is mind blowing. Vidant, you haven't told us which team you support. We know you're from Meerut. We know you live in Delhi. Okay, so okay, so this year is going to be a tough decision to take because this ha- there's never been a team except Delhi. Okay. That I could physically feel close to, as in proximity. Now there's a Lucknow team. Yeah. The only problem, or uh, it's not even a problem. I th- I don't think I particularly will have a problem because I resonate more with the Delhi sentiment because it's so close to where I live. Lucknow is somewhat detached, so I'm still going to end up uh, rooting for Delhi. But there's going to be a soft spot for. Where's uh, Where's Lucknow. Lucknow in your blood? There's none. It's just uh, I've got Locational. a few friends. There's there's a few friends that I have from Lucknow. I've been to Lucknow a few times for yeah. debates, and uh, so there's not much sentiment towards Lucknow. It's just that it's a UP thing. It's yeah. a state that I belong to, so you sort of 
inclined towards it slightly but i would still end up supporting delhi my mom is from um, kanpur she studied in lucknow um, all her life her family in lucknow so there is some more of an attachment there i'm a big fan of kl rahul as well but i think it will be tough for me to look anywhere past rcb and chennai <laughs> i get it yeah. it's always rcb and chennai for me like whenever these two play i'm very neutral i'm like whoever wins wins it's a dhoni and kohli boy growing up mm-hmm. but yeah i think but, most people root for chennai just for just for uh, dhoni uh, absolutely I, I, i got really i got really confused in terms of what i was supposed to feel when i found out that dhoni has handed over the captaincy hmm. ोनी being on screen whenever there is a toss happening because those are the moments that you would look out for as a player to see him so we'll see more of him we'll see him on the screen we'll see him uh, mentor jadeja in many ways but uh, this season definitely or most probably will end up being his uh, farewell part of the season i think yeah I, i even i think so i don't think he'll be playing next season regardless he he, he made the statement in like a I think it was you know the TVS the bike. I think that the part the partner which in I think he made a statement in one of the press conferences saying his last game will be in Ranchi. Uh, sorry, no, he said his last game as an Indian is an Indian was in Ranchi. His last game as a Chennai Super Kings boy will be in Chennai. And this particular IPL is going to be no games in Chennai. So that's the only fact. I'm just ex- extrapolating, hoping he will play in the season, but. as a fan of cricket as a practical person i just feel as though his position in cricket as a batsman mm. is no longer valid there's no though, it's it's no longer valid there's no yeah. like there's only uh, value in the sense as a captain the word is as a tactician maybe yeah. not yeah. even a captain yeah. so as a tactician does dhoni still keep the wickets for uh, yeah, yeah, chennai yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I think that will be the responsibility that he takes on at least for the next couple of seasons, however long he plays. I think he'll do something which like competed in his last season for Delhi. Maybe he goes on to the next season when all things are normal. Yeah. He'll play a couple of games. He'll play his final sign-off game in Chennai. Chennai, and then call and it. And then hand over properly yeah. and move on to being a mentor, which I think is the rightful place. Which I for, think I think Chennai is Dhoni, and Dhoni is Chennai, and when mm-hmm. it comes to the IPL, anyways. And I think Jadeja. I think what this just for Jadeja is it puts him on the map for the Indian captaincy as well. I think, um, personal opinion of mine. I feel as though he's somebody that people look past very quickly. Mm. His performances have been, as Sanjay Manjekar called him, a bits and pieces cricketer. Um, mm-hmm. I personally disagree with that. I feel as though Jadeja adds immense value to the Indian team, and and recently more so. I think he's the only player averaging over fifty in the last three years for India. Oh. in in test matches or in mm. in our countries mm. which is incredible yeah so reason why i was saying that uh, was because right now we tried rahul we saw how rahul fared in south africa he was lost all the games right yeah he captain and he didn't captain too well we've seen him with punjab in previous years getting the team to a winning position and then losing of mm. i think punjab were probably a top 4 team in the last couple of seasons and they just can't close the yeah just can't close games out with somebody if like 
I think Punjab was so well covered in all bases. Mayank Agarwal, Chris Gale, KL Rahul, and then in bowling, Mohammad Shami, Bishnoi. Like they, they were a pretty strong team and they were doing well. I just think they yeah. weren't full of closing games out. And that caused them. Um, we're looking at Punt. Chris Gale is not playing this season, right? Here is at um, Lucknow now. Chris Gale? Sorry, I thought you said KL. KL is at uh, Lucknow. Chris, Chris Gale, Gale is not playing this season. Yeah. I think another lost to IPL. I think Chris Gale. What's your favorite Chris Gale memory? The 175? No, I think my favorite Chris Gale memories uh, what even before he was playing in Bangalore, the oh. KKR memories. Okay. He was playing for KKR. Yeah. I'll tell you my favorite. He didn't do didn't do much there, but uh, again, just those vivid early IPL memories of Chris Gale standing in the black and gold of KKR and just doing what Chris Gale does. But of course, the best ones are when he's been playing for Bangalore. My favorite one is for Bangalore, but I think it's not the one people think of. It's the very first game he played for Bangalore. He, mm. In the IPL auction, he didn't get picked. Mm. They brought him in halfway through against KKR. He got 97 mm. that game, if I remember correctly. When oh. um, I think it was someone called Abdullah, something Abdullah, leg spinner. Um, mm. He purposely balled three wides down the leg side so Chris Gill wouldn't get his 100. And that is oh. my um, favorite Chris Gale memory because he came in and obviously Chris Gale had his like, he was known around the world, but he's always had a phase of inconsistency around him. Of so course. He has been extremely feared as a T20 cricket, in my opinion, one of the greatest of all time when it comes to T20s. He didn't get picked purely, I think, yeah, I think either it was his fitness or his um, in, inconsistency, but he came in and then smoked it everywhere that game. I remember that and I was like, wow. And he went on to score like quite a lot more runs that season as well. I think the same thing happened when he got picked by Punjab as well. I remember nobody bid for him and it was the last uh, round of the auction. And then Punjab yeah. just bid for him for two crores, I think. Yeah. And then he scored 200s that season. Yeah. Okay. I think, again, hit and miss player. But if he hits, mm. he hits. Yeah. Um, right. We'll move for on. this season. This season. For this season. Would I, I for some reason think Mumbai will win somehow this season again? I think, I mean, for two, I mean, there's one reason that I sort of makes sense in my head. Most of the games are happening in Maharashtra, in and around their own. Uh, and venues do have a technical advantage. You can call uh, uh, the Pune war as a home ground for whatever team, but you know that when Mumbai comes out and plays there, they will have. Mumbai's a slight edge towards them. Not even a slight edge. I think they'll have a massive edge. I think Mumbai's fan army is vocal. And yeah. I think it makes a huge difference when you're playing in front of 40,000 people who are supporting you. And mm. you're playing in a stadium week in, week out, game in, game out. Every time is a, you're playing as a home game. Yeah. It makes a massive difference. I do, but I do feel Mumbai are weaker this season. They've lost mm. both. They've lost Pandya. They've lost Dekok. Mm. Um, someone in the Archer this season. Yeah, someone in the middle of the order they've lost with Pandya, one of their best bowlers they've lost, and a really reliable opener. So, all three departments they've lost a key player, and I don't mm. think the placement the placements are all that good either. To be honest, this Tim David and uh, I think Tim David someone to watch out for, but I feel as a I personally personally I would want Mumbai to finish last this season. Yeah, same. I'm not a huge Mumbai fan either. I mean, for a very simple reason that it's boring to see them win every time. Yeah. So at least just to add some sort of an excitement within the league. 
the Mumbai finishes last. What's that um, phrase you use? Is the wooden spoon the last two match? The last yeah, two the wooden spoon. The wooden spoon yeah, is the match. <laughs> that that would I think, be. I think the. Uh, I think that that would be fun to predict. I mean, one day before the IPL starts, I think Mumbai. For some reason, I have a feeling that Mumbai. I, I will win, like I said, because of the advantage. But I would definitely want them to finish within the last two. And because there are ten teams, it would be even more exciting to see them finish last or second last. The other team that I think for some reason would uh, not do well is Hyderabad. Okay. And why is that? It's always been since ever since they've been in the tournament, they've always been a formidable team. I think they won their second season that they played. And uh, since then, there's just been nothing uh, good to write home about. So I think that would continue. If I would ask you your top four, and if I would ask you the last team as well, so you're saying, so who would that be? So top four in no particular order. Yeah, I would definitely want Delhi to be there. Not I... you see being there. So don't mm-hmm. go with like a. Uh, emotional connect. I want like theoretically and practically. Who do you see in the top four? Okay, definitely Delhi because uh, Delhi has the Delhi team has that, uh, in my opinion, the right amount of uh, unpredictability in that team, which is very important in the IPL. And uh, I I have a intuitive feeling that Prithvi Shaw is going to do really well this season. I hope. I have a great mix and- experience as well with like Warner. Sure. Um, yeah. Uh, so got the right mix of uh, unpredictability and yeah. experience. So Delhi, I see doing really well. Chennai, I think, as always, they're a great team. The one odd season that they had where they finished towards the end was yeah. followed by a win and a runners-up season, I think. I think they won and then they came last and then they won again or they were runners up it was some weird order but i think i see that uh, pattern being followed this year as well i the other two team i'm not too sure about the two new teams okay lucknow and the pune team is that that's uh, what i was going to ask you um, gujarat sorry that's what i was going to ask you yeah. next question what do you, how do you think they'd fare but yeah so you've said delhi I think lucknow has a better chance lucknow has a in my opinion, I think Lucknow just looks like a better team compared to Gujarat. Yeah, particularly. I, agree. I agree. You said Mumbai. You said Mumbai were favorites to win in your eyes. You thought they would win, so I'm guessing you'd put them in your top four as well. No, I mean the favorites to win. There's no particular reason why I think Mumbai will win, except that it's their home ground where the matches are being played, and they have that uh, uh, thing where they do turn tables midway through the season. I'm just saying that I would want them to lose because it just gets boring to see them win five times. Like with Chennai, it's exciting because uh, Chennai has a particular passion towards it. I, I personally don't feel that towards Mumbai, but I wouldn't place them in my top four. I think they would finish, I realistically, I think they would finish somewhere in the middle, fourth to fourth, fifth or sixth probably, but not in my top four. Not in my top four. You've got Chennai, you were Delhi, who were the other two then? I think Lucknow might do well. Okay. And uh, I mean, I'm not so sure about RCB. Okay. But uh, maybe RCB, I would put RCB as the fourth one. Right. 
and who is finishing last <laughs> i would want mumbai to finish last but i think uh, it will be rajasthan for a very simple reason that throughout this conversation never came up as uh, i have something to say this is what i was going to say so i think rajasthan is going to shock everyone um mm. everyone you heard it here first <laughs> winning, winning this ipl okay. now let me tell you why why playing the same the matches in the same three four venues over and over again same wickets are going to get used over and over again you saw what happened in uae the wickets mm. got takia and takia run scoring became more and more difficult they still had mm. qualifier game between delhi and kolkata i remember when ashwin and everybody just like, it was crazy i don't know how kolkata won that game but um out of every single team in the ipl uh, in my opinion rajasthan have the best spinners they have chahal mm. and they have ashwin They're going to play an immense role in this IPL. I think now they've got a decent mix of youth and experience. Mm. They have Samson, they have Butler. Um, mm. In my previous podcast, I've always said in the IPL, what matters is having great Indian players. And I think yeah. um, Rajasthan has good Indian players. They have Jaiswal and particular young Indian players. Um, but mm. Prag, I'm not a huge fan of, but I think it's fine. They have Samson. Then they have Butler as well, who's obviously not an Indian player, but an incredible player. player nonetheless then ashwin chahal um so yeah like they are extremely well equipped i think rajasthan are going to shock everyone um so that's my out of the box prediction if it is a million subscribers by the end, end of the year <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah so if i'm going to give my top 4 i would say rajasthan again in no particular order but inclination that rajasthan will win rajasthan chennai kolkata and a toss up between rcb or delhi why kolkata though i think kolkata are looking good i think with kolkata they have again same issue same sorry um, things working for them good indian mm. team they have mm. good experience at the top they have um, rahane now bit of experience yes not playing as much but venkatesh ayer has been quality they have um, shreyas ayer now mm. um, i think cummins Obviously, he's been great. He's doing well in Pakistan as well. Um, Narayan Chakravarti, Russell. I think um, Kolkata have managed to retain a core group of the same players that got them to the final last year. Mm. And if, in my opinion, what they were lacking in previous years was a good number four. Morgan was out of form, and now they've got Ayer, and I think that mm. just completely sorts that out. And if they announce the captain, is uh, Shubman Gill going to be the captain? Shubman is going to Gujarat, so. Um, the captain is ayer ha so they've announced it as a captain yeah oh i think that would be interesting and and i, and I think ayer is i personally love ayer i think he's such a dynamic cricketer i think he adds so much value to a team but i would i would put ayer topmost as a next long term indian captain to be I, honest i i can completely agree with that so these mm. would be my top 4 and i mm. think the team who will come last is lucknow lucknow yeah i just have a feeling like again i'm mm-hmm. making some out of the box predictions here but it's just a gut feeling i feel as though rahul's captaincy hasn't been that great mm-hmm. um and yeah i for some reason i feel as though lucknow will finish last i mean even historically newer teams haven't done haven't well done in their well. yeah exactly and that's another factor that they are a new team it does take time to establish yourself into a competition yeah 
the competition as a fan base and i mean people are also quite skeptical because the last few times new teams have come around yeah all of them have gone new teams and also this new team doesn't get to play in its home ground right that's another yeah. thing like this new team is playing its matches com- every single game is an away game it doesn't have mm. experience playing in a home venue it doesn't have experience in creating a fan base ha so essentially there's no fan base for them no fan base for lucknow people already have fans correct yeah like if i was living in lucknow i and i've been supporting chennai for the last 11 years i'm not going to suddenly support not suddenly sudden suddenly shift to exactly. supporting lucknow yeah right. unless they do really well this season and they don't finish last and they then or finish in as a runner up or at least play the qualifiers what do you think about the format though of this ipl bizarre i think it is a bizarre format i feel as though like this entire group table that they made that the team opposite you you play one game the team and yeah. play two games i think it's a bit odd i think what people do want to see is everyone play everyone at the same amount of times yeah i think that would be the best yeah. just as have a 10 team that. round robin play each team twice yeah. there'll be extra games of course so that's good for revenue exactly. the only thing is it'll go on longer i don't know i i loved the days uh, of the ipl when there used to be a double header every weekend yeah so it was great my entire weekend used to be sorted either we were going out and watching the games or we were staying in and watching the games yeah i, was, I, I don't know why they don't do that at speak to my dad friday night we like just be having dinner and we like oh tomorrow's double header day after the double header we'd plan yeah. our weekends according to the double header Because in the time the double header would finish seven pm, mm. we'd be like, okay, we'll go for dinner on a Saturday at eight pm. Watch both double headers. I'd plan yeah. my cricket. I'd plan my work, studies, education around the double header. So the last you know, week, overall, it's better for their audience. I don't. I just don't understand why they don't do that. I think the double header is Sunday though. I think they're starting to go back to that somewhat. There is a double header this Sunday, I'm sure. And I think mm. they, I think they are bringing it back somewhat purely because there's so many more teams. Mm. And I, I think it's tougher to if you. So each team is still still going to end up playing fourteen games, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean it would have been good enough with eighteen games. You have a clear, but of course I think I think that's also because there's no home and away uh, scenario this yeah. season. Yeah. So I think that might also play a role that since we are playing within these three or four venues, we have to make sure that uh, the competition is uh, I mean gets done with in time. but yeah. i particularly do not like the format i'm not a huge fan of this double this weird round robin format doesn't make sense but i'm just fine like you want bragging rights right like you've like if chennai beat mumbai once in that yeah. one off game that's it right as a fan yeah. i want chennai to then come back and beat them in the next match yeah because as if you have a the whole point of having a league that is the whole point of having a league you, otherwise you might as well have uh, knockouts yeah. throughout i would have preferred two separate groups Either, mm. I think go either way. Either have like two matches each two round, or two separate groups of seven, six teams each, or whatever. Mm. And at least in that way, you're playing everyone twice. Is consistency? I think this particular format is lacking consistency, which and becomes confusing as well. I'm just dreading to think as an RCB fan, somewhat mm. in trying to calculate yeah. <laughs> how many matches are left. <laughs> you think they'll add more teams though, or is ten the number where they stop? That's in the next three years, four years, five years. I think ten is enough hmm? because the more you have, more teams you have, the longer the tournament goes. I think then it's adding pressure on the players, adding fatigue to the players. 
and I, I think forgot to get in football. I, I I wanted to draw a football analogy, but I now realize cricket and football are very different games. They have very different international and domestic. Exactly. And like, football is a league sport. Yeah, football is a league. International, sport. international sport being there, right? Cricket mm-hmm. is an international sport with league sides. Now with league popping up all over the place. Exactly, and I feel as though as a player, um. When you play more than two or three games a week, it starts to get strenuous on your body. And if mm-hmm. you're adding more teams, but your time frame to play the games is still the same, because you still want to see the Australia versus India series. You still want uh, international cricket takes far more precedence over IPL cricket. IPL, I mean, now that I think of it, IPL has also evolved into just being an entertainment event. Yeah. As in, you'll put it on in the night at eight and you'll watch it till it's done. Yeah. But you're not... I personally am not as invested in who wins or loses. It's yeah. of course exciting to talk about, but uh, I would not be dejected if my favorite team does not win or does not win as uh, well. So, of course, international cricket always will have more uh, priority. All that I can draw there is <laughs> if Bangalore get knocked out in the qualifiers. <laughs> I'll probably yeah. lose my night. I'll probably be sad. Or Chennai get knocked yeah, out. Yeah, like I was sad when Delhi lost uh, yeah. in the finals. So. Next morning, I'll wake up. I'll probably not be too bothered. Now, if I think <laughs> exactly. the 2019 World Cup match, which yeah. is over two days in the semi-final, when India yeah. lost that, I was distraught for at least two, three weeks. And yeah. you think about you and you can't fathom that it happened in the way it happened. <laughs> exactly. That's something about you said pretty well. I think everyone, yeah, you get sad, you get a bit emotionally attached to the team that you're supporting, mm-hmm. but it's not the be all and end all. Again, because IPL is entertainment and it is entertaining without a doubt. Correct. Mm-hmm. In that in that sense, I think even the eight team number was the right spot because not too many teams and it's not too less. Yeah. I think they would eventually end up going back to. You think? Two teams. I think eight teams. I think. I yeah. just personally think it's a better way to operate the tournament. Then, uh, now that I think of it, 10, they, they have tried 10 previously for a couple of seasons. I remember one season there were nine teams for some reason. Yeah. And uh, maybe they try to do something different this time. Maybe it gets more interesting. Or maybe they end up going back to eight. But again, this season. Have six teams. PSL hmm? uh, only have six teams, right? Um, and I think PSL is growing as a league. Like I, I enjoyed watching the PSL. I don't think people watch it as much as the IPL, but it's growing. Um, I, I watch the Big Bash every now and then when it's on, of course. I think Big Bash is a good fan of cricket. But I think where Big Bash is lacking is that mm. I often find they have an international schedule, Austra- Australian international schedule that clashes with their Big Bash every year. I mean, they do not have the... So Finns, say, people have like the gravitas that the Indian team or the board has. Separate, uh, and suddenly you see people like Stark, Cummins, Labuschagne, Steve Smith, they're not playing the Big Bash. Mm-hmm. And as a non-Australian who probably doesn't know every single Australian lad who's playing in for Sydney Sixers, yeah. there's not much of an inclination to watch that if Smith isn't playing or Labuschagne mm-hmm. isn't. Makes sense, makes sense. Yeah. In that I, sense, IPL has a, I mean, clearly IPL has that... Uh, preference over other leagues because it just is more interesting has more people watching mm. which brings me on to why are not why are indian players not allowed to play externally 
I mean, Indian players are uh, very high value real estate. Let's look at them as commodities at the moment, because we are talking about leagues where each player has a separate price. They are quite literally very valuable uh, products. So if you get them to play in every single league around the world, around the globe, it will uh, dilute. The novelty, the novelty. Yeah. I mean, that is just from a purely business perspective. Of course, there are other reasons that we want the novelty of having these players play just in this league. It's good for business, and of course, the fatigue and workload. Those yeah. things are as important as the business aspect, in my opinion. But mostly, it is just that if you have Virat Kohli playing in a big bash league, people would start to care a little less about uh, his association with RCB. I agree. Yeah, I think it's a good decision to have the players play in just this game. And I mean, from a very selfish Indian cricket fan perspective, I think it's a great decision. But to have them. just the flip side of the coin there is you mm-hmm. have 15, 16 guys who represent India, right? Mm-hmm. You have 60, 70 guys who are good enough to play in the PSL, Big Bash, Natwist T20 Blast, Caribbean Premier League, guys mm-hmm. who aren't anywhere near the cricket, the Indian cricket team, right? I'll throw some names out for you. People that, like Unmuk Chand was an example. He t- took a retirement. And yeah, now it's yeah. for um, Melbourne Renegades. Yeah. Big bash, right? Um, there are other players as well, like I'm trying to think from the top of my head, like who aren't, like Ishan Sharma won't play any T20 cricket for India ever again. That's a fact. Yes, yes. But he can't go and play in any other league because he's still an Indian player. Exactly. But he's more than good enough to play for any team in the PSL. Well, maybe not PSL, but any team in... It's the, a big bash or BBL. Exactly. Or, or the South African Cricket League or the Caribbean Premier League. Yeah. I think, yeah, so while that is doing good for these players and like the novelty remains, I mm-hmm. think it's like taking away the opportunities to earn money and for like some of the smaller players, like yes, Achan Sharma might not need money, but maybe someone from the under-19. No, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fair point. It's a fair point. It's a, I mean, it's an extremely valid point. Can you as a cricketer just retire from international T20 cricket and then go out to play league games? People are doing Unmukh Chandra done that. He he can no longer represent India in cricket. At any stage. At any stage. Just international cricket. Mm. So now he's in the USA playing for USA. Mm. And playing leagues around the world. I think it's like more and more cricketers are doing that because they're getting the realization that we're playing Ranji cricket. We're not progressing on to IPL as much or from the IPL we're stagnating. We're not really playing. I'll give an example. Someone like Nitishana. Mm. Shana has been performing extremely well for India, for sorry, in the IPL for seasons, for quite a few seasons. Rahul Tripathi, these kind of players that you know are probably not going to play for India. Yeah. So why are we not giving them the opportunity of playing elsewhere? Where they mm. can there, there isn't a vocal enough. Uh, I mean, of course, there is a vocal player base, but it's not probably vocal enough. To be fair though, playing uh, domestic cricket in India, at least at the national stage, like if you're playing Ranji or other tournament, does pay you decently enough that uh, you can sustain a very good lifestyle. Not lavish, but sustain a really good lifestyle compared to, like from from an Indian perspective. But again, that is a topic that is very different from the IPL. That's a topic that we can definitely discuss sometime in the future. For a long time. Sure. I mean, of course, I would love to. But at least for this IPL, I am excited. I think I will be watching the game. I mean, we're out here. I'm out here with my family at the moment. 
so we'll be probably sitting watching the game on this right this television wrap it up hmm. and we can wrap it up who's excited for kolkata who who ah, chennai chennai 100% i want to see how jadeja does as a captain but okay, for that kkr has the highest win percentage of any opening game in the opening game oh, i mean again but i would still want chennai to win yeah personally i'd also love chennai to win but i'm extremely excited anyways guys thank you so much um again vedan thank you so much for joining uh, thank you for having me this was really fun i haven't had a cricket contest that's the reason i was very excited because i haven't had cricket conversations in so long because the friends that i used to have these conversations with are no longer as interested in cricket as i am probably because they're busier than i am in life but uh, of course thank you for having me and uh, would always be open to doing more of these please come back absolutely now obviously your fan base is a lot a lot <laughs> but if anybody is watching this hasn't seen vedan's content please go over and do watch it trust me it's one of the best among the indian youtubers for sure i definitely enjoyed a lot um i'll tag his um, account in the description so please like please subscribe okay please please comment down below who you are rooting for in this uh, ipl what do you think of the predictions that we made what are your predictions who do you want to see when what players do you like or players you do not like particularly and yeah thank you so much for watching this thank you like and subscribe bye bye